The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. I am Professor Snipe, and this is the Potterhood Podcast with Nico Wright, and we're Poznan. You're here to enjoy the subtle science and exact art of podcasting. As there's a little foolish wand waving here, many of you will hardly believe this is magic. However, for those select few who possess the predisposition, enjoy the show. <laughs> hurt your feelings, made you upset, pissed you off in any way, shape, form, or fashion. I thoroughly apologize. <laughs> no, you did nothing. Okay, no, I'm just making sure. Because y'all, we, we I, I forget how many episodes into the potterhood. Or like 30. Like 30 episodes in. And Max, like 30 and a half. 30 and a half. 29 and a half. Max is getting sassier as time goes on. I remember I used to come in here. I could look Max in his face. You know what I'm saying? Speak to him. Now Max won't even look me in the eye. You know, I'm, I'm kind of hurt by I'll it. I'll look you in the eye. Okay, thank you. Thank you, buddy. You know what I mean? Now, we just finished playing some video games. This episode <laughs> is a little different than um, we usually do because Will is not here. Will had, um, Tutoring. had work come up, so he couldn't make it today. So we're going to do a little quick just talk. You know what I mean? It's going to be me, Max Marcus, yep. our producer, Best produced in podcast history. Not much for, you know, uh, you know, video games. <laughs> <laughs> we just played like Jump Force and Naruto. I did good in Jump Force. He did good in Jump Force. He did very good in Jump Force. Those who don't know, Jump Force is a um, game based on a bunch of Japanese animes. They put them, all the characters in like one big free-for-all battle type shit. And he beat me two times to my one whole victory. And then we played Naruto Storm four and um i crush max in every way possible but we're not here to talk about that ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Potterhood podcast i'm nico white i'm max marcus there you go yeah. that's what it's like to be will baby and introducing our guest he is the guest on this little bonus episode he will also be the guest on the next official episode very funny comedian the one the only max Carte. Hey, what up? What's up, buddy? No, I feel official. I feel fancy. I'm on two of these now, huh? Yeah, huh? <laughs> so thank you for joining us, first of all. So tell me, what got you into, like, being a Harry Potter fan? Because, like, they can't see you. But Max is, like, give him the specs, bro. Like, how big are you? All right. I am six foot four, uh, but I am wider than, like, most NFL players. Like, I got a cousin that plays D1 football, and I go around. They call me Big Max, mm -hmm. like his friend group does. Yeah. I'm about 370 pounds, but, mm -hmm. like, yeah, just a big-ass dude. 370, <laughs> but it's, like, a, it's a weird, healthy, big 370. Oh, yeah, no one would ever guess that. I'm, like, I'm just, I'm built really, just big. Like, yeah. people don't comment that, oh, he's tall. Like, no, he's just huge, yeah. you know? Don't fit through some doors. That he's he's very haggard like in that um, <laughs> in that sense, but it's no it's like true. belly. It's not fat. 
You yeah. know what I mean? Just this everywhere. fits you well. Yeah. Good old boy. <laughs> yeah. The type, and he like he looks racist, but he's definitely <laughs> not. You know what I'm saying? Because he's on this podcast. <laughs> it'd be yeah, so hard to do this on the couch with right it'd be hard to be racist and do this podcast <laughs> especially once i show up and when max shows up and yeah, when Will not, shows yeah, it's not that much better than any of us. <laughs> yeah yeah you can't really be racist and do this podcast yeah well you know i feel like there's not many people who are like i don't like black people but jews are fine right right there's yeah not, there's not much of that yeah we usually struggle very closely in those um types of scenarios the same people hate seem to hate us all all the fucking time <laughs> Now, having said all that, I had you say how big you were because people had this weird misconception about like folks who go over this type of stuff, Harry Potter right. and other really centralized things in fandoms. They think they're all like skinny losers who don't like have anything going for them, and like yeah, that's I mean, so two out not of three true. Here, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, two out of three here, hundred <laughs> percent. You have Big Max. The down, oh, okay. the down home country, good old boy. You have Nico White, black, cool nerd. You have Max Marcus, who is somewhere in between both of those things. <laughs> you know, Max is just taller than all of us by yeah. far. <laughs> they don't know how big you are, so no. yeah. You want my specs? Nah, I don't <laughs> want to ruin it for him. Yeah, actually, you know what? Fuck it, Max. Throw it out there. What's the specs? <laughs> my specs uh, in contract. It's uh, 5'3". 5'3". 117 pounds. <laughs> uh, I'm three of you. That's so upsetting. I'm 6'3", 176 pounds. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That makes me feel great. I, I mean, I bet. How's it, know, how's it feel to know you at the top of the food chain? Like, if shit goes down here, we are your food. Yeah, I'm. I live with that. I'm pretty cool with that. See, yeah. that I, I hate being in the middle of the whole thing. <laughs> Because then it's me, then Max. So tell me what got you into the whole like Harry Potter fandom, bro. Like what caught you? What kept you? So it's actually how I learned how to read was Harry Potter. When I was a kid, uh, I have like very distinct memories. I had a uh, like a chair in my bedroom. And when I was young, my mom would read the books to me. I'd fall asleep. She had to start over the next day. And I just, over time, would it would turn where I would read like one word because I started learning how to read. And then be like a sentence and a paragraph and then a page. And it would turn into, I'd get to read a chapter with my mom before I went to bed. And then I'd have to give her the book and go to bed. So I got really, really fond memories of reading the books and rereading them. Because you, know, you don't understand them when you're really young reading yeah. them. So that's what it got me into. It was just like, I grew up around it hardcore. And like, what part of the country did you grow up in? So I'm from Athens, Ohio, about mm -hmm. 15 minutes outside of there. So real rural, southeastern Ohio, Appalachia. Gotcha. Heavy Christian, heavy um, religion at all? Uh, the area, I would say, yeah. There's mm -hmm. a ton of uh, churches. I grew up next door to a church, not the one we went to, but there yeah. were. So, my hometown is outside Athens. It's Stewart, and there are like maybe, maybe, 150 people that live there. Jeez. And there's Christ. two churches in yeah. there. One Baptist. One. Oh, I don't know what the other one is. I don't think it's too hard. But uh, yeah, it's just like it's a hugely Christian area. So see, and that and that's why I asked that because in those areas, I know I know some people personally, like magic, all that type. They just don't fuck with. They, oh yeah, kids like on my the, block could not read it. Their mom's like, "Nope, that's evil. You can't do it." Well, growing up, my uh, my neighbors were nuns, mm -hmm. and they did not like Harry Potter at all. They were yeah. just like, "It's all witchcraft and evil." Yeah. So your mom was like, she wasn't with any of that stuff, but she practiced loosely enough so uh we went to an episcopalian church mm -hmm. and they are historically like a super liberal church like we were the first christians to have black people in the cloth women in the cloth we had a gay wedding mm -hmm. when i was in sixth grade so like 
No, it didn't matter at all. They knew it was entertainment. Wow. I think I was going home and trying to cast spells, you know? I mean, I was. I ain't going to hold you. I was at home waving the fuck out of uh, some um, wood, trying to see if I could get stuff to move with Wingardium Leviosa. That's really funny, me, the idea that you were just finding sticks in New York City. Like, will this one work? Straight up and down, bro. Like, I would go outside to the backyard in the winter, and, like, you know, the branches would fall when the ice would get um, heavy on them. So there was one stick I found. I, like, shaved that shit into a wand. Took it back upstairs. Got um, I got them to get me like a sander or whatever mm-hmm. sandpaper. So I got sandpaper and I grooved that shit out. So I had a wand. It fucked up because I sat on it and broken in half. So, yep. Thanks. You're, you are the Ron, huh? Yeah. To tape it together. I would have been the tape. I would have been the Ron of our group, but I turned more into like a squib. I just gave up the magical <laughs> life after that. I said, "Fuck it, I'm not making no more." Because I was I put in so much work into that yeah, one just that. to break it like a day later because I was so excited. I just had it on the chair. I jump on the chair, sit on it, cracks. I was really hurt for yeah. like because I would go outside and we had you know like brick walls and all that. So you know that passcode that Hagrid used to get into um yeah like you'd pick the pattern d- there you go in Diagon Alley I just go to the bricks tap three and then tap two and then that like I was going into a new world and just like pretend I was fucking shit up that's awesome yeah real vivid imagination for a kid who is your character that you most um identified with or that you felt was most relatable to you you know I really liked Hermione um I don't know. I like one. I get being a nerd. If you're in like, weren't her parents dentists or something? Yes. Like, so my mom was an accountant, another super boring job. If I got told magic worked and was real. Yeah. I would have read every book before I got there. I would have done everything I could. Right. Just to not hear about teeth any fucking. Yeah. Let's chill. Let's do this. And uh, like, even as you get older and you see more and more, she's super important, but she's like, she is the most qualified of the trio, Mm -hmm. but She's not the most important. She just accepts that. She knows Harry's got to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone feels sometimes like they're the sidekick in their life. Everyone, you know, you feel like you're in someone else's movie. Yeah. I loved how she did that. And the fact that she made her parents forget her. Mm-hmm. Like, I've heard y'all talk on previous podcasts about how, like, Ron had it rough because he's literally listening to see if his parents died. She doesn't know if she'll ever see her parents again. And she, right. like, puts that to Like, I just, yeah, I rocked with Hermione. I thought she was awesome. I like that. See, I I never much thought about um that part. And it's funny you say that because she did play the role. She had the least ego yeah. of everybody in the, like, Wizarding War. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because... You're right. She was one of the sidekicks, but Ron literally took that shit to heart a lot and it bothered him. Yeah. Whereas Hermione understood, I'm not as much a sidekick as I am playing the role I need to play for the sake of all of us. Right. Now, do you think that's because she also knew that they knew that she's the smartest of the three of them? Yeah, I mean, they definitely stroke her ego early, like um, in Azkaban, mm-hmm. even like right off the bat, so you're talking about how she's the the best witch since Lily right. and like all this best witch of the best witch of, of the her age. generation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I think she definitely had a, an ego boost on stuff like that. And it's, but it's not like she's this perfect character. Like when she couldn't get divination down, she throws a hissy fit and she gets out of there. Like yes. she, like she, to me, she's super real mm-hmm. and just recognizes where she stands. Keep, keep that. We're going to save that for the um next episode, next okay. full episode, yeah. but Hermione's flaws. I'm going to put, I'm going to put that down somewhere. Okay. Talk about Hermione's flaws tomorrow. 
Fucking, who was your least favorite character that people might not expect? So not the one that you didn't like the most, but like one character that you didn't feel like great about that might shock people. Arthur Weasley. Oh. Yeah. Hold on. Let me lean up. Because we fucks with Arthur Weasley oh, on this That's kind of why I picked him. Because it's, like, it's not like he's a bad dude. But right. I, you got to be serious sometimes. And I don't know that he did it appropriately all the okay. time. Like, I don't know. He just, for some reason, just this bumbling dad character wasn't that cool to me. Like, mm-hmm. he cares so much about the muggles, but he never really talked to one. I don't know. He just To me, he just kind of seemed like thrown together not like how a real person would behave a lot of times fair fair okay so do you did you not like the fact that he seemed almost overly thrown together did he always like react quote-unquote perfectly in situations well no i don't think he reacted like a human would i think he just reacted Ah. however would be like not necessarily funniest because he isn't necessarily comic relief but whatever jk rowling would have wanted him to do Mm. and also i think what really gets at me is i think he's overblown as a father figure for harry Mm -hmm. like i think how much hype he gets is disrespect in equal proportion to Hagrid. Because I think oh, Hagrid yeah. is mad disrespected as the best father figure for Harry. Loved him no matter what. Yes. Brought him presents. Doesn't need him to do well. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, so. he, and like Arthur Weasley, he was also poor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know I'm saying Arthur Yo. Weasley lived in a hut. Cat Hagrid lived in a less nice hut. There's an argument that Hagrid wasn't that poor. Honestly, because of the creatures he's able to buy, uh, I don't know. There's a YouTube. He just channel. spends all his money on hippogriffs. Yeah, and he like he lived for free. They're paying him a salary while he's there. It's just like some of the small purchases he has are like super valuable. So he just spends it on that. Huh. There's another some... interesting one. Put that down too, Maxie Hagrid's riches. I'll send you this video I saw. I think it's the Super Carlin Brothers. It's this YouTube channel that all they do is they do Harry Potter. Mm. They also do like Marvel and Disney, but they do a ton of Harry Potter theories. It's pretty cool. Gotcha. Well, shout outs to them. Who knows? If you're listening, we might reach out to you one day. Just So just be down. Fucking, let's see. There's one more question I have to ask you. Wait, who do you who do you dislike that people would be surprised by? Have I missed this? Uh, I don't like James Potter. You know what I'm saying? He's I, a bully. I truly don't like James Potter. As far as who else I don't like that might actually shock people, hmm, I don't know. I didn't really care for Cedric Diggory all that much. You know what I'm saying? I thought um, he's one of the most inconsequential characters that they ever wrote that they tried to make you care about. Right. Because it's like, okay, I I cared. Like, his father in the movie, that made me care. Good Lord, yeah. That actor made me care about Cedric Diggory. Because before that, I couldn't care less. I read the book, and I was like, you know what? If this dude got humiliated or hurt, I wouldn't care. And then sure enough, like clockwork, they Avada Kedavra, that motherfucker. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm fine with that. Yo, and they really try to make care about him. They wrote a whole two-part play to make you care about that character. Yeah, <laughs> what, so what, what they did with him in the Kershaw. He killed Neville. It's like, why does there a part of me that feels like Neville would whoop his ass in the duel? A hundred percent, dude. There's just a part of me that feels that way. I know there's some Cedric Diggory lovers out there, but I probably won't get any, like, <laughs> feedback from them. Because <laughs> that, that part of the fandom isn't as, like, cancerous as if I was, like, shitting on Snape or somebody. Right. Um. All right, man. That's going to be our introduction, a little teaser, with Matt Carney and Nico White. Ladies and gentlemen, you can find me on Instagram 
at Nico White 93. That is at N-E-K-O-W-H-I-T-E 93. You can find my co-host who's absent today, Will Posner, at W-I-L-L-P-O-Z-N-A-N on Instagram. Max, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram at Max Carney, M-A-X-C-A-R-N-E-Y. And other Max producer, best producer on the planet, where can they find you? You can find me at uh, Max Marcus Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. It's M A X M A R C U S C A O M D Y Comedy. There know? you go. He almost misspelled it. Yeah. But you can find him in Max Marcus Comedy. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, this is just a little teaser episode because Will, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us for this one. He's at work. Buddy, we wish you the best. May you get out of work safely. This has been a teaser. Mischief managed. managed.